0: i would call it uh or just being myself is what i would also call it but um welcome to the show everybody this is conspiracy heroes i'm here with one of my heroes and um there's a lot of ways to describe this individual um you can use uh attachment titles like he is the host of the podcast my family thinks i'm crazy he's the founder of alt media united but he's more than that he's a He's a truth spreader, he's a researcher, he's a person with a lot of, uh, I would say, heart chakra emanating from his soul and spreading out to the world and changing a lot of people's minds through vibrations, auditorially and visually. So uh, without, without much else to say, I want to introduce my first guest, Mystic Mark. And uh, to do this, Mark, before I have you say anything, I'm old school and I, I kind of visualize me meeting you in person, so I brought you a few gifts here. The first gift I have is a, a copy of my book. Uh, the, it's You can't buy this book, just so everybody knows. It's only available as a gift. And it's uh, copy number 10, 10 out of 50. So I got this book for you. Can't wait for you to read it. And the next thing I got for you, Mark, I bought this for myself. Uh, if you watch my Instagram, people will catch on to this. It's a hoodie, uh, tie-dye. I made it myself, you know, creatively. It's a 2XL. It's it's extra large. It's just supposed to be kind of worn around and uh, enjoyed comfortably. So I got you two things, yeah. a piece of art and uh, another piece of art. I guess a book's a piece of art. So my gift to you, Mark, uh, for being here, and I appreciate uh, you uh, joining us. And uh, if I could ask you anything, is there anything you'd like to share with my uh, – patreon community or like where can they find you what, what do you want them to know about you uh just to start us off
1: yeah dude thanks for having me i appreciate the gifts um i'll appreciate them even more as soon as they get to my doorstep but cool very cool um i definitely want to know what the book's about but maybe it should be a surprise who knows uh for your audience i just want to say thank you for tuning into the provo kid featuring Mystic Mark from My Family Thinks I'm Crazy, the number one podcast about conspiracy theories in the philosophy category on iTunes. Because all those other philosophizers, they're not, they're not talking about the real shit. They're talking about ancient shit and other wacko stuff. But if you want the crazy lunatic good junk, you got to go to the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast. And since you're already on Patreon, go on over for $3. You could support this lunatic you're already supporting the provo kid who's i don't know by the looks of him he's definitely some type of lunatic but i hope i find out more uh during this conversation so that's about it my family thinks i'm crazy.com you can't compete with the with the title either we got the url on lockdown
0: absolutely thank you for that and uh just so everybody knows there's I got to clarify like why is this guy my hero? How do he get onto uh Conspiracy Heroes podcast number 1? And a lot of you should know I'm I'm the Provo kid and the reality is you grow up in Utah and you start to think differently about anything. Oh, all of a sudden your family thinks you're crazy. So I, with <laughs> If you know me, you know my family thinks I'm fucking crazy. It's just it is what it is, and uh, there's a lot of other people who, in my life, have gone through the same growing pains in Utah that I've gone through. Where uh, the hardest people to get through uh, are your family members on the way the ways you think. And so why is uh, Mystic Mark my hero? Because he's he's been through the same kind of cathartic journey I've gone through, and everybody kind of thinks at my same wavelength in Utah where everybody looks at you and like, yo, you're crazy. And then, well, it really starts at your family. Because uh, you're the first, my family was the first family, the first people I told, excuse me, who I'm like, hey, chemtrails, right? And they're like, oh, oh, come on, chemtrails. I'm like, yeah, 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 but they're real. And if you know me, I just shortened the chemtrails argument to cloud seeding. And uh, that's, it's just a lot easier because you can Google it and there's, it's coded into law cloud seeding's real. And chemtrails is such a provable conspiracy, but as soon as you bring it up to your family, they think you're crazy. And uh, I'm just so comfortable with being considered crazy in that category. As soon as I heard Mystic Mark, as soon as I heard him, uh, and everything about him, I knew, hey, we got something special. And another thing about Mystic Mark, uh, There's a few things I could just rattle off about synchronicities and uh, I want to hear more. But uh, Mark, my first question to you is uh, as a conspiracy hero, who are maybe like your shortlist one, two or three, any individuals you want to throw out there that kind of changed you, changed your life or, you know, like what? People who resonated with you because they're one of the you know they think differently. They are different, um, and they're trying to understand not only the world better but themselves perhaps.
1: Great questions and a lot of really kind things said there. Thank you, brother. And I'm glad we glad we resonate. That's awesome. I think I've never been to Utah. I have a cousin that moved out there, but uh, but I can imagine with what I've learned about Utah. That it could probably feel like a like one big family the way that state's culture is so yeah i can see how being alienated from that can be tough especially considering it's not like other states where you could just like maybe drive an hour or two and be somewhere else like utah (laughs) it seems like like the cities are pretty like up there and out there so i don't know definitely relate on that level i can't say i enjoy the comfort of that remoteness i would probably enjoy being that remote i'm actually in connecticut um but back to your question my conspiracy heroes so i talk about a guy that taught me a lot about skull and bones and i've talked about him a lot more lately because of what i've been doing uh i heard you mention on episode 46 that you saw i was on the grimerica show yeah there talking about skull and bones and a project that i'm working on relating to that subject so i would say my mentor who at the time was a homeless guy (laughs) uh, was my was my first conspiracy hero because it wasn't like most homeless people where they're like uh what is it like epidemic like what's the terminally homeless. Like he he has house now. You know, like he's he was just at a point in his life where that's made sense for him. And now he has a job and and a house and all that good stuff. But yeah, he he's a mentor of mine. And then second, this person I always, always give credit to because it's really deserved Sam Tripoli. Because if it wasn't for Sam, I wouldn't be doing my own podcast and I wouldn't have inspired you and subsequently would not be here. So yeah, definitely Sam Tripoli is like up there. And I remember listening to his show and really being relieved that not only were these things being talked about, but they were, somebody was laughing about them because yeah. you might expect like talking about these things was already hard enough, let alone like being funny about it. Like, so now. I'm kind of, like, spoiled in the sense that, like, I got 10 or 20 people in my phone that I can message on Telegram or call up and, and, you know, have a laugh with, and they get it because they have a similar field of references to me. Whereas one of my, like, friends that I made in elementary school that I'm still connected to, you know, we're connected through that bond of, of growing up near each other. But when it comes to conspiracies, I make, like, one comment about it, and some of them are like... Yeah. Okay. Whatever. You know, like yeah, yeah. it's like a really weird feeling. It's like farting in at a like a funeral or something. You know, you know, like it makes everybody like, damn, you had to bring that up. Like you know, so and I don't know. I've never farted at a funeral, so maybe that was a bad, uh, (laughs) bad analogy. But it's it works. Yeah. That's that's kind of that's kind of like top two right there. And if I had to throw a third one in the mix, it would be and I hope I'm not offending anybody, but Michael Wan, my wow. boy Michael Wan, because I'm uh, his co-host on Your Handbook for the Apocalypse, and yeah, the like the information, the research he put out about the Susquehanna River really connected oh, with me, and I, uh, you, you know who Michael Wan is? As soon
0: as I hear the Susquehanna River, I, 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 it takes me back to the podcast, like, yeah, yeah, I know who that is, oh, a tinfoil yeah. hat, right? So
1: yeah, and Mike's been on Tinfoil a couple of times, but I would recommend people listen to his interviews on the Higher Side chats, or just go straight to him and you know get his go to his YouTube channel. I actually turned a bunch of his really good YouTube videos into um, a podcast wow. it's called Swahana Alchemy. Yes, okay. The show him and I do is uh, on that RSS feed. I but, need to yeah, I need to
0: tap into that. That's funny because. To be honest, I feel like I the past forty eight hours I've delved into all of your content. It's funny. There's still things you bring that up. Like I missed that.
1: I missed so that. The RSS feed is only like only like a little portion of like. All right. So here. So if you really want to know. Yeah. How I got into podcasting. Sam Tripoli and I met uh, at a comedy show, similar to how you met Ari Shafir, I yeah. assume and uh i had a book and i also had this like type of fabric that i wanted to give him and i was like dude you put the, your phone in this fabric it'll be off from the whole world you know it was a faraday fabric bag that i actually i'm familiar yeah you know what that is so i gave him one of those i gave him a copy of the caballion which is a book that he's talked a lot about since and it was funny because he booked somebody on his show to talk about it and i kind of in- thought to myself like hmm I wonder if this was inspired by like me giving him that book so I had reached out to him on the Patreon and whatnot and messaged him and whatnot and he would answer back and he would always kind of be like yeah we'll have you on the show we'll have you on the show and it was like it was just busy it never really lined up yeah but eventually it happened and I told him all about skull and Bones instead of the Kybalion So then he was interested in knowing. We just kept it going, and uh, I did a couple more Patreon episodes with him, and then from there he had a spiritual podcast that he was starting, and I was going to be the third uh, guest on it. And at that point, I had a podcast called The Bud Triangle, but the, the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast didn't exist yet. Yeah. And the Bud Triangle was just corny. It was just like me and my buddies, like in a house, in a room uh just fuck it around like we like, invite our crazy friends over and interview them you Dude. know and... go ahead
0: there's is the budding to your career
1: <laughs> well yeah the concept was to to be like three dudes in a triangle smoking bud and talking about conspiracies but yeah <laughs> just it's never good to have to explain the title of a podcast so when i rethought my podcast title it was mostly because Sam was like, "What's the name of your show?" and I told him, and he's like, "What's that supposed to mean?" and I'm like, "Ah, that's yeah." Not fine. So that's when I kind of was in the market for a new name for the show and also a new like concept because Zoom had become like a thing because of the uh, pandemic, you know. so yep. So people were doing <laughs> Zoom regularly, and I'm like, "Well, shit." Sorry, my, with my friends together into a room. Let's, let's do it over Zoom. It's way easier. My friend doesn't have to leave his house, that lazy bum, you know, and and we we made it happen, and it was pretty cool, you know. I did a bunch of shows, Idiocalypse, which I don't think it yes. really does anymore. Um, I was a guest on, like, Lindsay Sharman's podcast. I was a guest on Sam Tripoli's podcast, Tinfoil Hat, and that was, like, the big, you know, Alistair Crowley episode. mm mm-hmm. Oh, I should. I'm kind of skipping over something. So when I went on Sam's Zero podcast, he, um, you know, encouraged me to start my own podcast. But he also asked me who I should have, who he should have on his show next.
0: Yeah.
1: And I sent him like a thirty-person list. You know, like I'll have this guy, this guy, this guy. I even included emails for some of them because I had a feeling that he would be, you know, too lazy to go and search them out. You're a real homie, dude. uh, Real swarm yeah this guy's like he's like oh damn this guy's legit he so one thing led to another and sam asked me to start booking for him and next thing you know now i'm booking for tinfoil hat and that made it really easy to to connect with people like alex garris who is a host of the skeptical podcast and then him and i did uh alt media united kind of jointly started yeah. uh, with his help i kind of founded it and we put this idea together so yeah it's all kind of just come together and i mean geez from the union of the unwanted to mm-hmm. the gray america show to macro aggressions to Tim info i've done a lot of i've done a lot of podcasts and then now i'm the co-host on the free thinker society podcast yes so if you go and look that one up you can find me there and so yeah i think that puts and then obviously illuminati confirmed but yeah the my family thinks i'm crazy feet so i love it a little little confusing but i think people get the hint and and some people are like fans of your handbook for the apocalypse some people are like more fans of you know tinfoil hat and they like me from there and they Definitely. support me on my family thinks i'm crazy and you know they tune in for like the more conspiracy heavy episodes uh, but i think our show is more of like a synchro mysticism type of show like the my family thinks i'm crazy podcast, whatever synchromysticism means to you, because I think it has different meanings, but it's synchromysticism applied to my life and perspective, because what happens is Mm -hmm. in the process of learning information and finding guests to talk to, there's a thread that develops. And uh, It started when I let my boys go. I said, homies, we're done. This is not (laughs) working out. I like that. Yeah, yeah, no, I got something for that later. I'm gonna... It was all me and the boys, and we had guests on. And the problem was, is like they're too wild, you know. Some and they didn't want it. They didn't want to know what the guest was about beforehand. They didn't want to do any research. Right? Yeah, it's so. too hard to work with other people because
0: yeah, I know that feeling, and I talk about it often. It's easier to sometimes just make it about what you want.
1: It's easier yeah. to do it yourself. Well, and that's the, yeah, that's the nature of any creative ventures. Yes. To another podcast host yesterday, we drove down from uh, where he lives to work on something with me. And he was, you know, he's in bands and stuff. And he's like, yeah, podcasting and music is basically the same thing. It's all like, you know, one person kind of, well, I said this, but I was like theorizing and he kind of agreed with me to some degree. But yeah, there's like this sort of creative tyranny that needs to take place where like one person kind of has to be the conductor and really yes. believe and if everybody's not sharing that vision and not everybody's seeing that you know music that the orchestra you know what's the guy called the conductor mm-hmm. you know, is, is, is playing then the whole orchestra goes to shit so that's kind of where the show really started I mean people can go back and listen to the first 40 episodes yep. and maybe they'll enjoy them but I think like the show really hits its stride when it's just me. Occasionally, my, you know, I'll have a couple different friends on as as co-hosts and my girlfriend Tara also joins me depending on if she likes the guest or not. <laughs> and uh and and then yeah, you know, it's it's just really kind of evolved like episode 80 the show sounds way different than if you listen to episode 120. Oh. You know, just cuz like the the Progression of like, oh, okay, now this many people are supporting me, I could afford to use this tool. Great, now I'm gonna edit this way, you know. And you, you also learn how to do things from other people as time goes on. And certainly, you know, the show's kind of really hit its stride in the last like 20 episodes.
0: And I think it, it exemplifies I, I don't know if the term's didactic, but like just self learning, like how much you learn by yourself when you undertake an endeavor. Because people were like, How do you learn how to do a podcast? How do you do these things, Provo kid? And I just said, You do it
1: and you don't stop. You just do it and yes. you do it and you do it and you do I it. I was that guy who was like, you know, driving a bakery van, delivering Amazon packages. I had two jobs, two different shifts throughout yeah. the week. I would do bakery shifts in the morning. And then at 10 a.m., I would go and do Amazon shifts in the afternoon. And, uh, and, like for a long time i was like oh i could be doing a podcast because i would just listen 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 and to your point about autodidactic like i think that is what podcasts are so good for is because there are people out there who just binge these shows and learn a lot you know getting paid to do it they're like you know on the clock doing whatever mindless job they have and it's not mindless anymore because they're able to put a freaking headbutt in or you in and and tune into something and i think that what's so cool about podcasting is like i experienced what that was like on that end Mm -hmm. and i i fell in love with the medium and that's why i'm doing what i'm doing now so you know not any slight against maybe people who've been doing it longer before you could like really appreciate a podcast but like there's a certain skill that you have when you like listen to something a lot like i think some of the big podcasts that everybody likes don't the thing is is like those are first gen podcasts, you know, Mm -hmm. I think my podcast and no offense to anybody is like second gen in the sense that like I've listened to a bunch of first gen conspiracy, spirituality, alternative podcasts, and I'm like taking the blend of what I like from all of them and then also molding it into what I want to make with a podcast and using the best of all in this like Tao of Jeet Kune Do style, you know, like Bruce Lee talked about you know not having just a karate black belt like go get a a blue belt in jiu-jitsu and then get you know three years in judo and then go do kickboxing for a couple years and blend all those things together you know that's kind of what I think people can expect to hear when they tune into my shows like a little bit of the energy you might get on tinfoil a little bit of the laid-back energy you get on grimerica you know, the, the detail that Greg Carlwood brings to his show and, and then some other weird stuff that could only come from me. Cause I, it also has to be authentic. And that's what I liked about your offer and your, uh, invite is like, I could tell you're owning who you are. Like, yeah. well, there's a lot of podcasts out there who are just like, oh, we're the conspiracy shit show hour or something, you know? And it's like, you know, they're trying to be like something they're not. yeah i feel like and even right down to what you're doing now with this series however many episodes it is it's like these are your conspiracy heroes this is you getting real with you know me and whoever else you yeah so don't let me ramble on no dude that's what
0: you i'm honored bro i'm here to listen to you dude this is what i wanted
1: (laughs) well really i just want you to ask another question so i could light this one here's
0: another question for you so um (laughs) I've, as I've done some of my research on you, as weird as that sounds, because um, I wanted to find, I would guess, some of the synchronicities we've had in our own lives. And one, I'll bring up a few of them. <clears throat> one of them, we both wrestled. Uh, another one is we've both done martial arts. And uh, another one, um, like, I mean, synchronicities are just are funny when you look at them, dude. Uh, just... who you're like your facial like i had it i had the same facial hair you had today i'm like oh if i don't shave it they're gonna confuse us like they're gonna think we're twins maybe like and then it's funny we're wearing the headband so there's just so many things uh between us synchronistic synchronistically
1: that Are you acting did you really shave your face just for this podcast i had
0: yeah i'm like i needed to create a difference beard grow back uh i I don't know maybe
1: i i don't know <laughs> oh man dude you shouldn't have done that we, we i gotta put my hawaiian shirt on and we could have been like okay. <laughs> waiting over here i could have like put a green screen and you would have green screen nobody would have told <laughs> the difference between us that's what i'm saying and uh so the one of the biggest things, girls I found
0: is our, our love of books um, and so when I first started making any content um, the premise was I wanted to share my love of books so my first YouTube video is me doing a book review of all the books I read and uh, so that's what started me on my creative career of just uh, I guess on YouTube and everything just I wanted to share books and um, I wanted to get your thoughts on this because typically I think in the conspiracy community if if you want to call it that or um, there's this mindset that the eastern philosophy uh, has kind of the dominance on meditation and I bring this to the table and I haven't heard a lot of people talk about this but when I think about reading um, I differentiate that between listening to an audiobook because when you read it's Akin to me to meditation. If you read a book, you're not doing dishes. If you read a book, you're not listening to someone. If you read a book, you are, uh, your concentration is on typically a set of words, a thought pattern. And if it's a Bible, guess what? That to me is uh, meditating on Holy Scripture. And so to me, a lot of times people in the West or Western mindset feel as though that, you know, meditation has, n- has never been afforded to them. In fact, I think it always has been and it was a different type of meditation style um, because it's focused on meditating on other people's words rather than your own thoughts or belief system. Um, so as the power of meditation through reading gained influence, there's been a, I would say, um, well, let me get to my question. My question is this, uh, what are your thoughts on reading and meditating? Have you ever read something and achieved some sort of like aha movement, just like you would, I guess, if you were meditating, right? And I think the same things happen. Um, So my question boiled down is, um, have you ever read a book and felt as though like it provided an answer to you, you were looking for um, in the same pathway meditation affords some people?
1: yes great question sorry i got up my banner behind me was was not down and i didn't want the street lights to be a distraction because the cars passed by but anyways god bless you. Your question let me let me take a deep breath and meditate on that because it is a profound question so when it comes to reading when i was a kid I only wanted to read about nonfiction stuff. I was very, when I was real young, I liked fiction because the books were simpler, you know, but as I got older, the fiction books became like more complicated and I just wasn't able to like sit in someone else's shoes for whatever reason in that medium. I could do it if I was watching a TV show or a movie or whatever, but like that, like perspective that it requires to read a book in someone else's words i just it didn't click with me yeah i would i would go for like non-fiction i wanted to know like every single animal i wanted to know like all the weird animals i wanted to know like you know every single like type of one animal you know yeah. just getting like into like classifying things you've had so, to learn yeah i love to learn i love to create like a view of the world that's kind of like I, I wasn't happy with like an incomplete picture of the world so as i got older i kept exploring that different facets whether it was natural history regular history you know the history of war the history of espionage you know i got into that at a really weird young age you know like that's not topic that a normal middle school kid is into like what are spies doing and shit you know so maybe not in my time period you know there, there's yeah. no cool spy movies other than well, spy kids came out so maybe I'm not that strange yeah. but but yeah so spy kids was a big one for me and I <laughs> that movie was red pilled
0: it was like believe in yourself work hard like yeah, they, you could do were anything
1: red pilled movies like that out in the 90s so there was kind of this like flavor of gnosticism that i picked up on through pop culture and mainstream media but it really wasn't until i started smoking weed that i had the patience and the curiosity to read for more extended periods of time and more conceptual things rather than just a matter of fact this is that sort of things so when that happened, that's when the books behind you, or behind me that you see behind me, uh, really kind of like, is on the little trickfold and quadrupled, and that's why I changed the camera angle. But, uh,
0: <laughs> and it's heavy, too. Books are heavy, but you... And I always like to equate this for people who don't understand their how much does a mind weigh? you start with every book of course, my soul